Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Seacoast Community Church Podcast. This month, we are going through the Dawkins Delusion by Alistair and Joanna McGrath, a response to Richard Dawkins' book, The God Delusion, released in 2006. And, uh, and this book was actually published in 2007. And uh, right around the release of The God Delusion in 2006, uh, three other books uh, were released around the same time. And, and, and those books uh, were actually uh, published by leading uh, research scientists. And they are very different uh, than the, uh, the God delusion. Uh, in fact, uh, Richard Dawkins believes that uh, anyone who is a true scientist cannot believe in the existence of God or even in intelligent design. By intelligent design, in case you're not familiar with that, is the is the theory or the the belief that uh, that there is an intelligent designer behind all creation, whether that's God or someone or something else. There are uh, scientists. There is a, actually a movement uh, of of scientists. Uh, not just that, that it doesn't just consist of scientists, but there is a movement uh, that uh, that believes that uh, that based on on scientific data that uh, that evolutionary theory actually isn't uh, isn't uh, uh, not rational is not the right word I think we would consider it a, a rational belief but they don't believe that is the most persuasive belief rather they believe that uh, that there is an intelligent designer behind everything uh, that is in the world that this is the explanation for how there came about anything, how there came to be anything in existence, and but for Dawkins, uh, they he he does not believe that a true scientist can believe in intelligent design, and uh, however, <laughs> believe it or not, uh, the uh, those who uh, believe in intel in the intelligent designer uh, theory uh, actually are, are helped by. Uh, by Richard Dawkins, uh, in part because uh, Richard Dawkins is is very dogmatic uh, when it comes to evolutionary theory and his hatred for for religion. And many people see a lot of his inconsistencies. He sees they see his uh, his uh, his emotions, especially when you when you are a scientist, right? You're looking for. Uh, for scientific data, you're looking for facts, you're looking for research, you're looking for information, and this is supposed to be totally objective, setting feelings and personal opinions aside, right? But what they see oftentimes in Dawkins is is a lot of emotion, a lot of personal uh, opinions, a lot of ranting, um, a lot of rambling uh, when it comes to religion and it's and what he considers it to be a destructive uh, and evil uh, thing uh, in the world, and so many people who who perceive this in Dawkins uh, are actually sort of uh, are distanced uh, by him and evolutionary theory. So that's cool. that's actually uh, quite interesting, uh, but. Uh, Anyways, as I have mentioned, uh, a, a, it was the last episode, I can't remember, but that, uh, that there are plenty upon plenty of scientists uh, who are not atheists. Uh, they do believe 
uh, an intelligent designer, they do believe that uh, to believe uh, to have religion or to believe any particular religion is not inconsistent uh, with being a scientist. And uh, you know, and what and what is what is religion? How would you define religion? Uh, one way that I think we could define religion is uh, as a is worldview. Right, religion provides uh, provides uh, provides men with a worldview, a lens through look uh, through which to look at the world, and so that yeah, that determines how uh, you live your life. It determines your values. Um, it de- determines the things uh, that you uh, that you do or may not do. That determines the things that you love. Uh, that determines the things that you appreciate. And so, religion, in a sense, is a is a worldview and. You know, for for Dawkins or for anyone uh, who is an atheist, really, atheism is the religion, isn't it? I mean, if atheism is a lens through which to look at the world, if atheism determines what you value and where you find meaning, then really, that's that's a that's a religion. It really is. And in Dawkins' book, uh, he uh, he. He gets into a lot of phys- philosophical topics. The thing about science is that science cannot answer the why, the why of the universe. It cannot answer the question of why we are here, and it cannot answer the purpose. Like what's what's our purpose, or what is the meaning of life? And he tries to answer these questions when he is really you should be leaving that uh, to to the philosophers. It's kind of it's one of the critiques that these authors have, and many others have, with regards to Dawkinson's book. He tries to enter into uh, topics such as philosophical topics and tries to provide answers with scientific data, but they just they 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 don't work uh, because science cannot answer philosophical questions. Science cannot give us the answer as to why we are here, uh, and. And, and the the grand purpose uh, of life, and so and so this is in part why we need philosophy, but more importantly, this is why we need religion, uh, because religion uh, seeks to answer those questions. And as Christians, right, we 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 know what the the answer is, and and it's found in the scriptures, and the scriptures provide uh, the best answer for the why. Uh, of our lives and all of creation, and ultimately that reason is for the glory of God. That is why we exist, and and science cannot answer that question. Uh, philosophy uh, cannot answer that question, though philosophy uh, addresses the difficult questions. Uh, it addresses the questions that you cannot find based on research. And science it answers the questions that uh, that you cannot uh, to which the answers cannot be proven uh, by science or or objective data and and many of many of those who run in the same circles as as Dawkins uh, would would tell him uh, stop trying to answer those questions in fact uh, they uh, they believe that it actually not only discredits him, uh, but it also uh, paints a negative picture about science, uh, and and just and also it 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 it, it, dis, it, it can discredit 
uh, atheists and, and their arguments uh, as well. And, you know, I, and it's, uh, you know, and I'm not, uh, I am not, uh, I'm not going to st step foot on stage with somebody like Richard Dawkins or, or Sam Harris and try to prove uh, the existence of God uh, in part because that's not my area of expertise. I can research and I can do some digging and finally and find information. Uh, but man, these uh, these men are much more intelligent than I am. But I'm stepping into an arena that I am not uh, necessarily fit for. And but it doesn't mean that I don't have any good reasons to not believe in God. And so uh, for uh, and, and so many atheists recognize the same thing, that they're not going to have philosophical arguments about the existence of the world uh, because that's not their area of expertise. Uh, that's not what they're most knowledgeable about. Not that they will not consider such arguments. And that's the other thing. Uh, Dawkins is very closed off to any kind of arguments whatsoever for the existence of God. He's not willing to listen uh, and and, 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 you know, and many people who, who, who follow him are, are the same way. And, uh, and it's hard to have a conversation with somebody like that. And it's almost better to not have that conversation uh, with that person because they're so closed off to it. But for anybody who, who is proponent of atheism and, and values a scientific data and, and objectionable or, or, a, or a objective uh, information, well, then you have to listen to other people's uh, opinions. You have, to, you have to listen. You have to listen to the other side. Otherwise, you are not being a good scientist. So that's it for today. And next week, we will do one more episode into the Dawkins Delusion by Alistair and Joanna McGrath.